Welcome back, everybody, to Life in HD, episode six, I believe now, uh, with Hilario and David, and Tyler, as usual. What's we, up? We've got the usual squad today. We also have Tyler's beautiful girlfriend with us tonight, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi. Tonight, we're going to be covering some good stuff. Uh, since we have Sarah with us, we're going to be covering abortion, uh, you know, because we love those controversial topics, and it's good to have a woman's opinion. Token female. The <laughs> yep. And we're going to be talking about our uh, vacations this Friday. All four of us are going on vacation. Hilario and I are going to Vegas. Tyler and Sarah are going to Tennessee. So we're all going to be having some fun this weekend. Uh, Lee, you can look forward to that on the next podcast when we talk about all that. And yeah, where do we want to get started today? Well, I want to start by clarifying a couple things from last week's podcast. If you haven't listened to it, go to our page and listen to it. Let us know what you think. Um, so we figured out that Charlotte is in North Carolina. Charlotte is in North Carolina. And yeah. I don't want to come across as an idiot, but I was thinking of Charlottesville. That is in South Carolina. And that oh. I'm just confused with Charlotte and Charlottesville. Have you been in Charlottesville? Since last Believe podcast? it or not, I actually have. I oh. fucked that up on the, lad po- on the last podcast. I've been to Hilton Head a handful of times, and I've been to... Handful of times? Well, wow. I've been to Charlottesville. A whole so, handful? Or not Charlottesville. Charleston. I've been to Charleston before. But not Charlottesville. No, I've never been there before. Okay. I've been in North Carolina. I've passed through it. I've never actually been in North Carolina. That makes sense. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to clarify was uh, a comment that Jake made. Oh, Jake's not with us this podcast, but he'll he'll be back probably in a week or so. Um, He said that we pretty much have communist taxes because we cannot opt out of them. Mm-hmm. But in reality, if you think about it, we could, quote-unquote, opt out of them, or they're not imposed on us because we have representatives that decide how much and what to tax. So essentially, it's not communism because we have representatives that are representing us. So it can't be... I mean, it's like the same thing. They're just getting around. No, I, I completely agree with that, that you... that it's. I never agreed with that, that there are communist um, attributes and ideologies in our system but how would you opt out of it how is that you ignore them you just don't pay your taxes you just don't pay your taxes yeah that's yeah you go out and live in the hills of uh tennessee which actually some people live out in the mountains and they're just Mm -hmm. like off the grid so those people you can't really tax because i mean i don't think they're making money or they contribute to society so Mm -hmm. i guess that's a way to protest and not pay into the system but essentially i mean it's not considered communist ideas or ideals here in the U.S. because we have representatives. That's just something that I kept thinking about. I was like, I guess that makes sense, but like, no, not quite. I mean, I think- you can kind of get both sides from it. It's it's not the same ideology, but almost kind of the same outcome with two right. different paths. Exactly. To get yeah, there. it's like a way to get around it. Exactly. Uh, with capitalism, but I think I mean, it works out better. Uh, I also said that communists. Uh, communism is not really working in Russia, which is also wrong. It has been working for them. Is it the best model? Uh, they have an idea. We have an idea. So that's just another thing. The, just listening back to the podcast from last week, I I kept thinking about it. I was like, all right, we'll just clarify that. We don't want to misinform anybody or make you guys think that we're idiots. I think the more uh, term used nowadays is democratic socialist instead of communism. Correct? Yeah. Because honestly, true communism doesn't have a leader. Communism is the idea that the people provide for the people. And socialism is 
Socialism is what Russia really is. They're a mm -hmm. socialist nation. They're not a communist nation. I read an article once a few years ago that the closest thing to a true communism that's ever existed was basically the Native Americans because they had a chief. But apart from that, everybody went out, did their thing, and everybody provided for the tribe together. They still technically had a figurehead as a chief, but that's about as close as you can get to true communism. And it was all extremely simple stuff. The men hunted, the women gathered, took care of the kids, all that kind of stuff. Everyone had a role that they filled, and everyone did it for the necessity of the whole. So it works great in that instance, but in modern times when you've got people flipping burgers and you've got people building multi-billion dollar corporations it doesn't function the contributions aren't the same yeah the contributions aren't the same and not to mention in this day and age there's pay like people expect compensation for what they do you know people who work harder naturally make more money that's just how it works true communism cannot stand on its own even russia has capitalist ideas in their things we bar they borrow from each other and i'm not saying everything communism and socialism stands for is bad it's just two different ways to well again function. i don't know enough i guess to really rebuke what you're saying but i know russia and china consider themselves uh, communists communist. and there are socialist countries in the world denmark which is uh i mean they're not huge on anything trade-wise or whatever but they have free healthcare, free school free whatever and they're always ranked like number one on happiness on their citizens because they don't really worry about going out and trying to work extra overtime to get those vacation days or be able to pay for a vacation because for the most part it's provided by the government. They get like three months paid vacation and that's like in their laws. So they're very happy and they're very laid back because they don't have to, you know, worry about paying for it. But then again, they don't take as much money home either. And I think I so, read somewhere that their average work week is like a 32-hour week, too. Yeah, it's Like, very, our 40-hour is their 32. Right. So, I mean, you can take it all the way to Japan, where people literally die standing in the metro because they're overworked. Or you can go to Denmark and just chill out and work a couple hours a day and go hang out, do whatever you want. And, I mean, it's just, like, different ideals. But I think in the U.S., what we're doing is working for some people. But what do you guys think? If it ain't broke, fix it till it is. That's the way the government works. I guess. As we stated on the first episode of this podcast, I hate the government. So I saw a meme, a picture of a no license comment. plate that said, uh, hate the government or something like that. It was on the license plate. And it was like, oh, that's funny that you went and paid them more money to show them that you hate yeah. them. It was like, oh, that's funny. How could, you, how could you really hate the government, though? It's not so much that I hate the government. I hate how much they have their fingers in my business. It's like, I understand, yes, I need the government to exist. I need the government to... Uh, taxes are a necessary evil. I just don't particularly like how outspoken so many of them are and how it's become so much more about re-election than actually making policy to help yeah, improve the lives the of the citizens. I do believe that we have one of the best governments on the planet right now, though. In I mean, I'm not th just talking Trump, either. I'm talking even with Obama. We have the best government system in the world right now. Oh, yeah. So I, I think it on paper it works great. I just what don't about, think in practice when you put money into the politics it kind of fails. I mean George Washington and I say fail as in fails the people, not so much like it falls in on itself. Right. I don't think our government's weak. I just think our government leaves a lot to be desired because I think they're more worried about padding their pockets than helping the American people. 
Yeah, they're more worried about re-election. I agree with that. Like, they should be worried about serving the people that they're supposed to be representing instead of uh, looking out for themselves. But I agree that the government now, like, the system... I mean, it's supposed to be gridlock. That's why there is three co-equal branches of government. But, uh, like, right now, what do you guys think about the Electoral College? Because I think that's the only thing that I would say needs to be updated. Isn't that how Bush won? Like, didn't Al Gore beat him in the popular vote? Yeah, and Trump. So it's happened twice within the last 20 years. I think it's very necessary. I think the ideology behind it is... A very good thing to have because you do need representation throughout the states where there is a less dense population from the state but places like new york and california and florida pretty much their votes matter more than other states votes just because of the big cities in their states and i think the electoral college does help give the representation to the mass majority of people that don't live in those big cities but i think how it's set up now it does kind of fluctuate because how do you have the electoral college uh, vote in one person when you have the majority of the votes for the other person? Right. It's it works ninety percent of the time, but when it doesn't, then you start raising red flags for it. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about it is like even in California, let's let's take as an example. There's a lot of Republicans, but because they live in a Democratic state, their vote basically doesn't count. Exactly. Same thing here in Cincinnati. Uh, there's a lot of Democrats, but for the most part, it goes Republican most of the time. Because of the well, way they like, draw the district lines, too. They're right. going to split Cincinnati. Gerrymandering? Yeah. Yeah, gerrymandering also seems like not a fair way. Like, when you take a step back and just look at it, not taking sides, but, like, that seems kind of messed up. Whoever's in charge gets to draw the lines and pretty much control... Exactly. The election. Well, we know we'll get this votes through right. here, so let's draw the line right here to make sure that we lock in here. And I mean, it's a system. They're very crafty. Yeah. They know what they're doing by now. That's like David was saying. If if it's not broken, they're gonna fix it until it is. I think not necessarily that it's broken, but there's always room for improvement. At least that's what I've thought. There's some people that believe like, oh, you shouldn't criticize the U.S. or your government at all because it's the greatest nation in, on earth. Sure. I mean, I agree with that. But just because we're at a good spot doesn't mean that there's no room for improvement. And that's not saying that it sucks or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just it can improve. What do you think, Sarah? Being kind of quiet. Do you like? Do you go? <laughs> let, let me ask you this question. Do you go out and vote? No. No? Do you, Tyler? Oh, yeah, I vote. Do you, David? Unfortunately. Again, I mean, you don't have to. It's not a thing. I feel like I was gonna get bitched at by my parents and everybody if I didn't. So I was like, you know what? I got no. I got. See, I've is, got time. Let me just go vote. Like this is one of the things I like from other countries. I know for a fact that in Mexico, like you can vote for whoever you want, and like it's a thing that you're supposed to like in a way keep quiet about who you're voting for, and that kind of like takes out a lot of a uh, confrontation. Well, I, I think know. it takes away from a lot of debate, too. Because if you don't talk about it, even after you cast your vote, yeah, it's done and over with. But if you don't talk about it before or even after, how are you going to debate anybody? How are you going to learn anything new? How are you going to adapt your ideologies? Yeah, it's if a double-edged okay. sword. If, I mean, I obviously voted for Donald Trump. If someone came up with, uh, that was voting for Hillary. If I never told them, they never told me. Even though we had the idea, if we never talk about it, we can never meet in the middle ground. It's always just going to be two different sides. So polarized right now, though, where I feel like if, like, we can 
sit here and talk about it, but I feel like if we went out on election day to try to talk to somebody about the opposite party, oh, it, it would be an argument. Like, it would not instant. get you anywhere. Yeah, it would just be a mess. So why don't you go out and vote, Sarah? Well, no. I've only had, like, one year, like, one option oh, okay. to vote, so, like... I just didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my vote, like, wouldn't matter. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's how a lot of people feel. I don't vote because I feel like it wouldn't matter. Right. And, I mean, under this electoral college, depending on where you live, you're probably right. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you could maybe be improved. That seemed like it worked in the olden days, but I don't know. I think it's a good system, but it's just being abused right now. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, has been abused, but... um, the one thing that the reason why I do make sure I go and vote every year is because even if it does go my way, my vote probably didn't make it go that way. But I don't want to not vote it, not go my way. And then me bitch, because then it's like, I have no room to complain. I can't bitch. I didn't go out and vote. So I don't have a say in it. Yeah, exactly. That might be one reason why I did vote too, because I always go back to, if I didn't cast a vote, I don't have any right to complain. Exactly. Because it's like, well, I didn't, make my public opinion heard so what right do i have to complain about it like right and that's what you see a lot of like younger people going out and complaining and marching and doing this and that but when it was time to go out and vote they didn't so it's like you're just yeah. being an idiot or and, and that's just sheep man they yeah. mean you go up and you, if you these people protesting and i'm not saying all but a good majority if you go up and ask them actually about a policy or about why are you protesting it's mm-hmm. just shit that's fed from the media that's on both sides, too. Yeah, well, that's Republican and Democrat. I mean, They're not doing so their toxic. own research. Yeah. You know what I think is funny? I accidentally started a, I started a complete um, mess at the dinner table one time because, for those uh-huh. who don't know, my family generally sits on the conservative side and my stepfamily sits on the, uh, the liberal side. And so I was just being facetious one night. I was just being a sarcastic asshole. And I was like, if you want to make a lot of noise and not get anything done, join a protest. And the comments that started coming out of everybody's <laughs> mouths, I started a riot at the dinner table. And I, the funny part was I didn't even care. I was just like, I mean, whatever. But, you know, like I genuinely feel like these protests half the time don't accomplish anything except make a bunch of young people look like idiots in the street. They just want to go out and scream. And not accomplish anything. Exactly. I mean, there was actually very good marches and protests that happened. I mean, not in our lifetimes, but right beforehand you know the civil rights movement the uh women's movement like everything like that that was for something they were fighting for something and they accomplished that now it's just people going out there wanting to bitch scream cry throw shit burn shit just for the hell of it because Um, they didn't get their way on both sides too i feel like everyone's immature these days oh yeah like with politics nobody wants to actually sit down and talk about it and try to accomplish something they just want either their way or you're wrong there's no middle ground Mm mm-hmm yeah, they say uh, you're free to choose, but you're not free from your uh, choices or the consequences of your choices. And I think that goes on to the media, like you were saying, and it's so, so toxic. Because people right now, they have an opinion, and they're going to go watch whoever news anchor has the same opinion. Exactly. And they're going to, you know, it's just like they live in a bubble. Like, I I don't have cable, so I like get a lot of my news from YouTube or online. But, I mean, I go to, like the conservative or Fox News basically and just see what they're saying and then you go to the other side and just kind of like try to get the truth from the middle but it's like they're talking about completely different things and they see things completely different it can be the same issue and they just have opposite arguments it's just like who to trust 
See, back in the day, it wasn't like that. They would present you with the information, right. present you with the facts from a non-biased standpoint, and let you decide your own opinions on it. Now right. they're just feeding you opinions. That's what I was telling David one time. Like, I wish there was a news uh, program where they were just, like, not giving me their opinion. Just give me the facts. This is what this person said. This is when they said it and, and whatever. But, like, don't give me your opinion. Let me make my own opinion, you know? Absolutely. But, yeah, wishful thinking. It is wishful thinking. Everyone has an opinion. Let's start a news channel. The I mean, this is, news channel. This is a little yeah. what this is. Yeah, I think really we're is. just kind of, like, trying to digest. I mean, like, this is, like... Of course, you guys are younger than me, but, like, this is the new generation, I feel like, you know, that we're growing up seeing this mess. And, like, what are we going to do once, like, the baby boomers start dying off? Mm-hmm. You know, and, like, and, we're going to uh, be in charge. What is it? Medicare completely crashes at that point? Social Security <laughs> is going to crash. I mean, Social that's secu- unsustainable. That's what it is. Social yep. Security. Um, and really quick for anybody listening to you, go out and vote. Even if you don't think your vote counts. It doesn't. I have a lot of... Well, I have a lot of friends. I know that's the exact same thing. It's like, if I go out and vote, like, it's not going to change a thing. And I'm like, you're probably right. But this is the age of uh, data. And politicians, it's no secret that they're trying to appeal to the vast majority of people. Who's the the, the people that go, always go out and vote? Old people. Mm-hmm. So politicians are trying to be conservative. They're trying to appeal to those people. But if they see that, like, oh, in Cincinnati, there was 5,000... 23 and younger white males or 5,000 blacks or Hispanics or whatever, they're going to know that we're there. So, you know, they're going to have to include us in their thinking when they're trying to, you know, run for office or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, if anything else, just be a number and show them that you're there. Are you going to change anything? Probably not. But unless it's for Hillary, don't go vote. Well, now now it's Bernie. (laughs) You know, he he just announced his really Yeah, talk about communism and socialism. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Again, For those of us who haven't figured out yet where we align on the political spectrum, you know, I'm not a big fan of Bernie. I liked some of his ideas. I do not agree with free college for everybody because it's not free. No. It's going to come out of somebody's pocket. Everybody's pocket. Say, let's play along and say that that does happen. Everybody gets free college. Everybody has to go to college. Something like that, right? Degrees are worthless. Exactly. $15, $15 minimum wage. Guess what's going to happen to everybody that has a college degree? They're going to be making as much as somebody, like David said, flipping burgers. Respect to everybody flipping burgers. I did that for eight years myself. But... It shouldn't be something that you do for the rest of your life. And people don't realize what will happen if you raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Everything you buy, it will all inflate. And then you will actually be making less money. Mm -hmm. I I forgot the exact statistics, but I saw a graph where you take the minimum wage now, and it was like a gallon of milk. And then you take the minimum wage at 15 and the gallon of milk prices, um, they would be then. And you would actually be paying more on the dollar for the gallon of milk at right. making 15 an hour. The funny thing is we don't even have to leave the country to see this in action. Look at California. The cost of living there is so much higher than it is here. They already raised their minimum wage. I forget the exact number, but I believe it's something like fourteen fifty or $15 an hour. A gallon of milk is a lot more expensive out there than it is here. And unless it's raised in the last couple of years, I think the minimum wage in Ohio is still eight ninety five. Well, places like that yes. are outliers because if you go to New York... 15. Yeah, New York is the exact same thing. Like, um, their minimum wage is really high compared to the national average. 
but the cost of living in New York, it's insane as well. So you have all these huge, massive companies that are very profitable. But if you want to have people living there that can man a Starbucks or a Wendy's or whatever, like they're not going to be able to afford it. So they have to, in a way, uh, raise it. But that's just something that happens as the city or the state grows. I don't think it should be something mandated by the government. And also minimum wage is not a job for you to live on. It's a job based for high schoolers in high school looking for spending money. Um, even at when I was in high school, I wasn't making minimum wage. I was making above minimum wage. Mm -hmm. Because you apply your skills, you work hard, you put in the hours, you will get the raises. You will have enough to not live great, but live at least day to day. To where you're not making the minimum... Comfortably, exactly. As a high schooler. You I know. mean, I don't even think I've except when I was like 15, 16, had a job that was at minimum wage. There are places that will hire you at $10, $11 an hour starting out. So you just have to look around and find those jobs. Yeah, now it's that's a lot more prevalent now. But like back when the recession was like 2008 with a crash, um, that's when I was going to school too. And it was a big decision like, oh, do I go and to college and try to get a job? Because people were going to school, graduating, and not being able to find a job. They would have to go and work a minimum wage job. Just because it was like tough, but like the economy now is in a good place, so where you can they have freedom to move around. So I think you should. Now, I don't agree with free college, but I agree with like job training. Say, government supplied or subsidized uh, skill training for like people in West Virginia. They need to transition to something else. I mean, coal is just not gonna. It's not in the future. I mean, it's never gonna go away, but it's there's gonna be better ways to get energy. So they need to start doing something else, and they know how to do stuff. I mean, they, like, handle really heavy machinery. They know how to read, like, seismic meters and all this stuff. Like, that stuff can be Top applied to other... Yeah, it can be applied to a ton of other jobs. But, you know, there's that gap, the, the transition between that job to the new job, you know. And I think they need help. And I, I'm not saying that, like... Uh, the government shouldn't provide any help at all, but, like, you know, nothing too, that is too much that is going to affect the rest of the population, you know? Yeah. I also think out of Bernie, uh, Medicare or whatever, there needs to be something about that because medicines are just way too expensive. Well, the at least from my understanding, the reason behind that is because it you have to have health care in this country, and it's not given to you by the government you have to have it and that's why healthcare is so expensive because anytime you visit a doctor hospital anytime you get prescriptions they will charge you out the ass because they know they can and they know that your insurance will have to cover it right and they're just making money off of each other back and forth while you're sitting there eating the cost right well yeah and that's the thing that like they make the money out of the insurance companies oh they overcharge because they know insurance companies can pay Mm -hmm. But then the people that don't have insurance, that's when uh, you're screwed. So, do you have insurance? Yeah. Do you have insurance? Yes. Who, uh, do you guys pay for it? Like, how much do you guys pay a month? I get it through my parents. I'm under 26. Yeah, okay, we're, so we're, what are you going to do? We're still young. Like, do you know how much it is? Do you know um, what's if going I, on? If I took it through my work, it would be, I believe, $80 um, for health insurance, $10 a month for uh, dental, and $10 a month for vision. Okay, uh, that's where I'm at too now at this job that I have. It's about 100 a month. Yeah, but when I was at Wendy's and they started offering insu like health insurance to the work, like it was literally like $150 a month. 
it was just not sustainable. I was making like 400. They're going to be taking half of my shit, half of my pay to get health insurance. So at that point, I think like it just needs to be worked out. I don't think the government should take over, but they should have. That's where I want the regulation to go, you know, to like keep uh, health insurance companies from raising the prices ridiculously. Absolutely. Or without like giving you a choice. But mandating um, that you have to have a certain plan or mandating that you have to yeah, have I didn't agree with that. is what I completely disagree with. No, it was a, and again, I think even like when that's uh, Obamacare, right? That's how it was yeah, when yeah, you had exactly. to pay that's or whatever. Obamacare. Yeah, you and um, he had said, it. I mean, they, they just tried to get something passed and they said that this is not going to work. They're going to have to tweak it and better it. And it was just such a polarizing topic that nobody was trying to fix it or make it better. They was trying to repeal it and it's repealed now. And sure, I mean, that's fine and dandy, but like, thank God we don't have any pre-existing conditions, but say like. Tomorrow I find out I have, I don't know, something, cancer or whatever. Like, I'm fucked. I don't have the money to, like, get my medicine. So at that point, what should I do? Go out into the mountains and die? I don't know. I feel like that's it, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, people that have, like, that were born with things like that, I don't think we should just leave them out to die. Don't worry, man. We shouldn't, we shouldn't pay for it either. But, you know, if we regulate insurance companies and drug companies, like, it wouldn't be so expensive for all those medications. Oh, I am all for for big pharma yeah. reconstructing the system. Yeah, yeah but same. mandating, telling me what I have to have with it—that's what I'm 100 percent against. Yeah, and that, again, that's where we have to find a sweet spot. And uh, I think the conversation has moved on from that for mm -hmm. government. Right now, what are we arguing about, or what are they arguing about? The wall still? Yeah, that's ridiculous. And uh, the other thing that always keeps bringing keeps coming back is the the russia collusion and in investigation whatever how do you guys feel about that sarah mother russia comrade sarah <laughs> <laughs> russia <laughs> investigation from the 2018 election or 16 2016 2016 election. yeah it's been like two years oh it's three mm -hmm. oh yeah shit there yeah. you go well, like two years, four months, or something like that. So well, let's get real fucking technical, Dave. Yes, let's get real fucking technical. In 36 days and 24 <laughs> hours. In 36 seconds. 37. I got a timer from when Trump became the president. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason, I, the reason I brought that up is because, uh, you know, I could be hearing, like, Republicans and everything, and I'll welcome back to you, Sarah. But, like, the reason I was saying that was because they keep saying, like, oh, it needs to end, it needs to end, like, it's, it's a hoax or whatever. Uh, you know how I was telling you guys I get most of my news from like YouTube and online? Mm. I have blocked about 11 channels of like just propaganda. And I've seen some for like Republicans that say like, oh, Democrat, uh, AOC is like a communist, wants the US to become whatever, whatever. It's like a 40 minute clip and it has like a very clickbaity thumbnail. Mm. And I, the ones that I've blocked are from the other side. It's like, oh, Trump just. Uh, made the worst speech ever who's gonna get impeached impeachment imminent or like stuff yeah. like it's just like like they're trying to like persuade you and I'm like why am I seeing this on my feed where I have like again I go to both sides that's why I'm getting like both mm -hmm. but like there are some channels that like you know they're trying to persuade gullible people oh yeah so is there interference yeah from who I don't know so I'm fine with them like continuing the investigation I don't think Trump's going to get impeached, but I think we should find out how people are like, or like other countries are like getting their hand on the elections in the U.S. I don't think that should be allowed or 
you know, we should find out how they're doing it and stop it. Yeah. And all these people calling for it to end, it just seems like, why? I mean, it's already been going on like two years. Just <laughs> let it finish already and let's see what's happened. I mean, he's been the president for over two years now. Yeah, I mean, if they haven't impeached him. No one's dead yet. Yeah, I mean, it, it just wouldn't happen. I mean, the Democrats are not dumb. That's why they haven't even said anything because they know they don't have the vote. So they say they started in the House. It's not going to pass the Senate. So why mm-hmm. even bother? Which one is the, which one do the Republicans control? The House or the Senate right Senate. now? Senate. Okay. I feel like it always flip-flops. It does. Yeah. yeah. So Such is yeah. politics. Talking about politics, so one of the reasons why Sarah was here, uh, we wanted to touch up on abortion, and that's just a very polarizing topic, of course. And we didn't want to be just three, four dudes sitting in a room talking about abortion without having the female perspective. So we figured we asked Sarah to come in and give us her opinion. So, so let's go around up, the table. What what's... Talk about, give our opinions, and then we can see what you have to say. Well, yeah, let's just say, first of all, like, for or against, and then we'll we'll, we'll back up our choices. David, for all right, First against. of all, I have an extremely hard time putting my opinion on this one way or another. If you held a gun to my head and said, am I for or against, I would say generally against. For me, I would say I'm not for abortion either. Like, it's just hard to say, like, oh, I'm for, I'm for against. It's just like, I'm for... Uh, what is it? Pro-choice. I think mm. that women should have the choice. So, I am against with certain stipulations. Yeah, I'd have to say that I'm against it under certain circumstances. I mean, the circumstances that I would say, um, when I hear a lot of people debate abortion, I hear a lot of the people that are for, I, I hate saying for abortion, but pro-choice we'll yeah say. pro-choice choice because so, that's a that's a bigger thing because i don't think there's choose. anybody out there that's like for abortion. yeah yeah exactly yeah. that just sounds weird i think the people like that are pro-choice their main arguments are that what about the people that are raped and what about the people that put their life in danger if they do give the child birth and i will say that those two statistics are the reason why i do believe that there are some cases that there should be abortion but that statistic, I believe, I know it's less than 5%. It might even be less than 1% of cases of abortions. So if, when I'm debating with people like that, if you can denounce, let's let's give it the good number, the 5%. If you can denounce the other 95% of the abortions that are just done because you don't want the kid, that nothing happened, that it was consensual, that it's not going to hurt your body, that those ninety five percent of the abortions I don't believe in. If you can dis, if you can just dispute those that those are wrong, then I will agree with you with the five percent that are rape and that will endanger the mother. But I think that, I mean, what did you expect? You had unprotected sex or you had sex, whatever. You're going to have the baby. That is your choice. If you didn't want to get pregnant that bad, don't have sex. It's not that hard. So you already made your choice in doing that. You can't just go back on it and kill another human being because now you decided you didn't want it. That's at least my view on it. But what about like all the kids? Like, <clears throat> Say the mom has the baby, but the kid just goes for adoption or whatever. Like, They're just sitting at the adoption places. That could have been stopped like early on. I mean, who's, who's to decide that? I mean, I think that if like... A mom's like unfit like what if she's on drugs or like it could harm the baby make the baby have certain like disabilities and stuff 
That's another good one, yeah. I, like, I like never think about parents. that. Unfit parents. Like, what if they're not fit? Like, if they're who's going to take care of the baby? I guess the big question would be, is where does everybody think that life begins? Do we believe that life begins at conception? As soon as the sperm fertilizes the egg and it attaches to the uterus, do we believe that that is a human life? Or do we believe that it is a human life once it comes out of the womb? Because if you believe it's when it comes out of the womb, then none of this even matters because you're not killing a human life. If you believe it's at conception, then it is a human life. And that's going to be a big debate on where you think life begins. And like what's driving your hesitance about taking a life from your religion or from your conservative views? Both really. Uh, More religion that, I mean, in the Bible it does say the conception or that life begins at conception. That that's when life begins. Yeah, I was just asking because a lot of the people that are completely against abortion under almost any circumstances cite their religion or their conservatism as a reason why but some of those people are the same that call for death penalty for violent criminals so at which point do you throw away your religion or your views to that that's why when i gave my opinion i did not quote the bible because i do not believe in using the bible as a standpoint in my argument Right. Because if I quote the Bible and say that you don't believe in the Bible, that you're atheist, different, whatever. Yeah, different religion or something. Then whatever I'm saying doesn't matter to you at all. All right, right. So that, I like to give the facts. I like to give an unbiased standpoint because even though I do truly believe in my religion, it is a biased standpoint because someone else couldn't have the same beliefs as me. Mm-hmm. That'd be like saying that <clears throat> since we don't have a degree in uh, politics... I mean, I don't think either of you guys have a degree in politics. I got a minor. No, yeah, minor. <laughs> but that'd be like somebody saying, "Well, you you don't know anything about politics. You can't talk about this. Right, but you don't right. have a degree. Like you have an opinion. It's just the argument that, well, since you don't have this, you can't talk about it. And that's why I don't like to use the Bible as it. I mean, it, it does drive my views, but I don't like to use that as a standpoint because you couldn't believe in that. You know, just like if someone quoted something from a fake religion that's saying something completely out out of the blue and you told me well you have to believe this because i believe it no i don't because i don't believe that and i don't want to push my views on anybody else either i feel like this is why i always try and relieve religion out of any political debate because number one people are always very staunchly on whatever religion they believe in or if you're not religious you can just sit there and be like well it doesn't matter to me so i'm not going to listen to your opinion because i mean Religion influences so many different things, especially on the conservative side. Like, again, like you said, Hilaria, with the death penalty and everything like that. And I don't feel like I live a truly Christian life, even though I identify as Christian, to the point where I could even sit here and honestly say, like, oh, yeah, abortion should be completely illegal because I'm Christian. Like, the Bible also says you shouldn't get drunk, which... If you haven't figured out yet, I really enjoy doing. So (laughs) I have a very hard time sitting up here and being like, oh, yeah, because of my religious opinions, you shouldn't have the right to kill your kids. Like, I'm not going to do that. But at the same time, I don't like abortion. All sins are equal. Yeah, I I think I'd agree with that. And that's why, I mean, I'm I'm not trying to get in a religious debate, but that's what is like, all sins are equal, all sins are forgiven, at least if you believe in the Bible. And that's why um, no man's perfect, every man sins. And this, everybody has their own sin. And, like, again, not trying to get into a biblical explanation on the podcast, but um, one thing that I do believe in is separation of the church and the state. I don't believe that we should have the laws and regulations 
for our country from the Bible. Because even though, yes, I am a Christian, I don't believe that everybody in this nation has to be a Christian. Right. I do believe that you should be able to freely choose what you believe in because that's what America is. It's the land of the free, home of the brave. You Diversity can do what is you important. Want. It's a, it's the world's melting pot. Mm-hmm. Well, it's literally in the Constitution. You cannot discriminate against people because of their religion, background, or whatever, whatever. Of course, it doesn't always play like that. Because, and I see it mainly in, well, I guess most mostly on the Republican side. that They're always like, oh, my religion, or Christian, and this and that. And I mean, I'm Catholic. I mean, I agree with that. I agree with all you're saying. But you're a politician. Why are you talking about the Bible? You shouldn't be mixing your beliefs of the Bible and that letting that influence law. You should be looking out for the most people. I know you kind of have to when you're like believe and you follow. The, I mean, that's how you live your life. But the issue with that comes when I mean, there's a there's a couple Muslim representatives now that were elected this past election. So mm-hmm. what happens? When not just Muslim, let's call a new religion, whatever. So there's a majority of that religion. Scientology. And they want to make laws based on their religion. You're not going to like, we're not going to like that as Christians that believe in Christ or whatever. But like, they're going to think it's okay because it's, you know, it, they're following their And that's their why, laws. that's why I don't believe in doing that and right. pushing that. And that's why like, when, I mean bringing him up again but donald trump when like around christmas time he would say merry christmas he would he would say prayers on air Mm -hmm. and that's not pushing a wall saying that you have to do this that you have to do this but it's his personal views that i want to say a prayer for this country and i 100 percent support that i actually read a really interesting statistic that uh once i don't remember what the exact numbers were but i believe it was something like 60 to 80 percent of people believe that electing a president who is an atheist would be a bad idea because they wanted someone with like some moral higher power keeping them in check so to speak like which i thought was really interesting because i know for a fact 60 percent of the country isn't christian like it's pretty diverse i think the statistic last time i checked was something like 32 percent or something like that but i mean there's plenty of other religions in the country too so it's like if everybody agrees on that or a majority agree on that like i found that interesting just even among atheists, they still believe, like, you know, I like the idea of having somebody who sees a higher power, kind of like keeping them in check. Because it is a moral standard. Because if you don't believe in um, consequences for your actions in an afterlife, then who's what's to say that you're not going to pass a law that's going to be like, well, I don't give a shit, you know? When I die, I die. If you have that constant thing in the back of your mind that I need to do good, I need to have these morals, I need to live my life by example, that you're going to make better choices for the people. Because not to say that you're scared of what's going to happen, but it's inbred in your DNA. It's it's in you to do right. And I'm not saying that atheists are bad people, that they can't be good people. Right, that's but, what I was going to say. I mean, I think you can still be a good person if you're atheist. I mean, like, and, and there are some people that go to church every Sunday that are fucking Jeffrey Dahmers or whatever, you know, fucking psychopaths. Or look at these people that like. It was funny. Uh, I was talking to some one of my friends about the Crusades back in Europe, and even to this day, I mean, if you think about it, the biggest war starter has been religion ever oh, since yeah. ever, and it's just kind of. I mean, it's getting to a place to. 
to where there is a ton of religions now. There is a bunch of new ones. And how can you say, no, you're wrong and I'm right? Because, you know, who knows? And I don't know. It's just getting a little crazy. And that's, that's why, why I think it's like... called faith. Yeah. And that's why I think like when, when politicians go out and try to make laws, they should like look out to benefit the life of people and not just like... Trying not pushing to, an agenda. Yeah, exactly. But again, it's just... Uh, they're appealing to the old population and... The reason why they go out there and quote uh, the Bible or whatever is because they know old people and evangelicals are going to like it. Oh, yeah. And still, uh, it's not the majority. or I mean, it, it is a majority. It's not more than 50%, like David says, probably. But it's still a huge part of the country. Oh, yeah. Not to mention there's so many different sects. I mean, you said you're Catholic, Hilario. Tyler, aren't you Catholic as well? Uh, I was um, born Catholic, raised Catholic, but I, I've now switched over to Southern Baptist. I was going to say, I don't like to give myself a label because I'm not familiar enough with all of them. I prefer to just call myself a Christian because there's things within the church that I do not like. For instance, some churches' persecution of uh, homosexuals and stuff like that. I don't have a problem with that. If you want to do that in your free time, you'd be my guest. I don't have a problem with it. I hate how the church pushes such an against side. I understand in the Bible what it says. And I don't live that kind of life, but who am I to tell you how to live your life? Right. To clarify, you're talking about going to church, not the persecution of homosexuals. I'm talking about actually like going to church yeah, and okay. hearing it in the congregation. Because you said and, that, and you said, I don't give a shit, do it oh, on your free time. I've no, been I mean, to, like, uh, going it, to church. And that's that's one thing that, because I, I mean, I used to go to church every Sunday, and recently I haven't been. And it's not because my faith has grown weaker, it's because that I can find church in whenever I'm at, I can do whatever I want. And I can talk to God, I can pray, I can do whatever, wherever I'm at with the people I want to be with. I don't have to go to a certain building. I don't have to go and say a certain prayer because that's someone, that's a man telling you how to talk to God. And how to interpret a book that everybody agrees with. Sarah, where are you on this? You've been awful quiet. Um, I am Christian. Like, I grew up in a Christian, like, family, but... Yeah, I'm Catholic. Like I said, I still consider myself Catholic. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to church. Yeah. Like Tyler said, do I think I'm a horrible person? No, I think I'm a good person. I try to be good in everything I do. Am I perfect? Absolutely not. Do I sin a lot, like David says? Yeah, probably. And yes, for a fact, I do. I know I do. <laughs> I try my hardest not to be hypocritical because like, even though I am Christian, I still recognize that I do things that are bad in the eyes of my religion, right. such as going out and partying But even, on the even Catholic and Christian, it's kind of like the same thing. You still have the same, uh, well, same God, but per Catholicism is still in the same choice. branch of Christianity. There's just yeah. Protestant and Catholic. Yeah, and I agree with what you were saying about the churches, like sometimes preaching or being very judgy. Because I've been to Christian churches, and they are literally talking crap. Like one time I almost got up and left because they were, they were just talking so much smack on Catholicism. Oh, yeah. I mean... It was insane, and I was just like, I, I just, I knew the guy too, and he was just kind of like, almost like just putting it down and just kind of like making fun of it. It's like, how is this following your Christian beliefs, where you're just kind of like, like putting everybody together and just kind of like saying that they're just stupid, basically. Or, I mean, I think as long as you're a good person and you do good and not go out and fucking kill people or whatever, you know, like then you're doing well. That I'm was also. Not trying to like talk a bunch of trash on churches like the church that I go to semi regularly. They do things for homeless people all the time. You know they run, they do mission trips and everything. They're not bad people. I don't think the church is 
necessarily an evil thing. I, I don't have a problem with it at all. I just don't like some of the things they do and some of the ways they carry themselves because right. maybe my opinion is slightly different. The Bible is up for interpretation. Jesus did not write the Bible. So by that fact, I have to interpret what Jesus meant through the eyes of other people, and my interpretation of that might be different from someone else's. Exactly, and that was one of the biggest shocks from going from a Catholic church to a uh, Christian church. Um that there was a lot of talk about Catholic. Yeah. And it's just, it was just like... Why are you worried about it? <laughs> I, I, exactly. And it was like, kind of like you said, making fun of them. And I'm like, well, I mean, I used like, to... Like, we never did that at our church. Like, and yeah. they'd be talking about how they're doing all this, doing all this at, at uh, service. Now, and I'm like, no. Yeah, now, we're not saying that Catholicism is 100% perfect. I mean, look at what's going on with the priest and child molestation or whatever and if you ask me i'd be okay bringing back the old catholic church and burning those priests over like molesting people like i have no problem with that mm -hmm. and is that okay probably not but you know I, they just don't deserve to be yeah. breathing our air oh no and as i've said i'm not catholic i'm protestant if you want to specifically put a label on it i go to a presbyterian church but i have a little medallion of saint christopher out in my truck that i carry with me everywhere i go, yeah, there you go. whenever i bring new people into the truck i feel like that's always a question people ask me like what's this and i'm like that's saint christopher he keeps an eye on me patron saint of travelers my dad gave that to me when i was 16 and it is never going anywhere without me and that's i still have my rosary beads um from when i was catholic i used to have it in my truck and now i keep it in the uh, console i used to have it in the rearview mirror and even though I'm not Catholic anymore, that's still those beads still mean a lot to me. Yeah, and some people don't understand that. I have a friend who is a Christian by his, I think that's what he calls a Christian, and they don't believe in having like rosary beads or medallions or anything that represents, you know, God because they're like, well, you're idolizing the thing. Exactly. And it's like, no, I'm not. I, it's it's not about the thing. It's about what it represents. Exactly. And they don't understand that, and they don't have any like pictures or anything and the one thing because i don't like i don't do the hail marys anymore on the beats because mm -hmm. that's the one thing that i have switched over from is praying to mother mary because i have switched from believing to praying to mother mary to actually just praying to god mm -hmm. uh solely um but to the kind of the the whole thing that started this whole conversation was um based on your religious beliefs when is when does life begin at conception or at birth because even in our laws nowadays, um, if you happen to murder a pregnant woman, whether on purpose or on accident, it is considered a double homicide when she is still pregnant. So technically in our laws today, that baby inside of her is considered life. Mm -hmm. But when no, the is. woman decides to get rid of it, it's not a homicide. So if I decide to kill a pregnant woman, that's a double homicide. But if mm -hmm. she decides to kill the baby inside of her, it's fine. And that's and, where it's the kind of gray well, area. Well, that's where it becomes an argument of who has a say over a woman's body. Exactly. Because, again, I don't know if you could tell from what I said about the priest that I'm okay with them being burned alive. I'm okay with some people being put down. Does that mean that like I'm okay with abortions across the board? Absolutely not. But I think uh, there shouldn't be a law that says women cannot do anything about this thing growing inside of them. Because let's be cynical. Let me just take the side of the people that are not religious, but they're just cynical. Or they don't care about, you know, they recognize that the fetus is alive. I mean, it's alive as soon as, you know, uh, the egg meets the sperm. And I mean, it's alive 
but they're saying if he cannot live on its own, then, you know, I don't have to carry it. I don't know that that's like I'm putting I'm putting out the I've heard that argument. It's just kind of like doesn't make sense to me, but it's just it's just one of the it's things. It's just that a is bundle out of cells that can't survive. Right, exactly. And is that okay? No, but. I just want to also add, in the event that we did somehow outlaw abortion, which for the record, I don't think it's going anywhere, that would also inexplicably create... Back alley abortions. Back alley abortions, exactly. Coat hanger abortions. You know, like, it always seems like a tasteless joke, but at the same time, like, how quickly would that kind of become something on the... Not necessarily the black market, but it would become a thing. And then that's further increasing the risk of the women who actually go out and do this because maybe they can't take care of that kid which this is why this is such a hard topic for me to have a side on because it's like if i remove religion from it completely i don't see any reason it shouldn't be pro-choice but at the same well, time even if you know, even if you're i mean if i remove religion from mine morally still like it's not okay yeah would i ever say to somebody have an abortion or have myself an abortion if you know like i had gotten somebody pregnant in high school that wasn't even a choice. And even my mom said, like, if you, that ever happens, like, don't do that. But if that ever happens, you know, like, I'll take care of it. Like, we've had that talk with my mom. You know, it hasn't, and, like, she didn't even say anything about religion. It was just, like, that's not okay. But I do a lot of driving in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And I've seen several women, like, down in the, what could be called the ghetto. Uh, you can visibly tell they're pregnant. And they're smoking. They're drinking. They're doing whatever. So that kid already is going to be messed up. Is that a reason to kill it? Is that a reason to kill it? No, no. But I'm saying if they would have had a choice to, I don't know. It sounds so weird to say it out loud to have an abortion. I don't know. Because like another argument from the conservative side is like, you know, a life is a life as soon as it's conceived. But then as soon as he comes out of the woman's body, then it's like, well, it's your problem. Take care of it. And like Sarah was saying, it just goes into the system. And then guess what? It's a burden on the rest of us because we have to fund it. Well, they should be held responsible for their actions. Like, say that... But, like, how do you hold them responsible, though? Make, I mean, what, what exactly? What can you do about it? And it, the mm-hmm. whole system, to me, is just messed up. Because there's two things I want to touch on. Um, one is I completely disagree with your view on it that, yes, I do agree that there would be back alley abortions, that there would be a lot of unsafe ways to do it. But I don't believe that just because people are going to illegally do it is a reason to make it readily available. Like how they did in California with the heroin needles, the whole safe stations to where you can go, they have clean needles, clean heroin, all that shit, to where you can go and shoot up there and have a safe space to do heroin. I think that's complete bullshit. That they're just allowing these people to go and do it safely, in quotations. That's the complete wrong way to look at it. That you're just letting people do it because they can't get off on their own. You need to keep it illegal. You need to really try to help these people, but not in allowing them to make it easier. And with the whole abortion thing, that if you do believe it's a life, and you do the woman wants the abortion, and you want to make that legal. Say the roles are reversed. Say that the woman wants to get the abortion, but the man doesn't. The man wants the kid, that he wants to take care of it. I mean, where does that lie? Does If it's the woman's body, is it her choice, or do you see that that's half of his kid, too? That well, I mean, I think by definition, through? you know, it has to be half his kid. 
but I think it's because it's the woman's body that it wouldn't really it shouldn't matter what the guy says. I mean, it shouldn't matter. Like they should talk about it, but ultimately the woman's the one that's going to decide. She has to carry it for nine months. Like, so what if there was something that the woman has to get, unless in the case of rape or anything like that, or in the case that's going to harm the woman. What if the man has to sign for her to get the abortion? That she can't just go get it on her own. I've seen that be passed around too. I'm not saying I agree with that, but I've seen that idea passed around too, where the right. man has to agree with it. Yeah, I mean, so honestly, I feel like before you get involved sexually with anybody, you really should be having this kind of conversation. Which is my my fucking point ever, at the beginning. Have you ever been to college to. on a Friday night yeah, where everybody's blackout drunk and people are just horny as fuck? I'm not saying that. Well, I no, I'm, saying, I'm just saying they're not going to be talking. Standpoint. Hey, how did you feel about abortion before they're trying <laughs> to bone? They're going to go out in a room. Do their thing and then wake up next morning. Oh my God, what did I do? It's just an issue, you know, that is, it can be a mistake. I understand that you made a mistake. You have to live with your consequences. I completely understand that and I agree. But it's not a real, it's not, it's not going to be the mother or the father living with the consequences. It's going to be the kid. Because say, say they're like, they want to get an abortion. They're not allowed. They're like, all right, fine, I'll have this fucking kid. And they'll just keep drinking and partying and doing their thing. The kid is born with fucking alcoholism and stuff. And, yeah, just addicted. They're going to have a horrible life. The mother gives it up for adoption. And now they don't get adopted or whatever. And they have all these issues with their immune system or their, you know, their whole health because of the way their mother carried them. Ooh, not to mention, who pays for those uh, adoption centers? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's going to be a burden on us. That's so, us. say the kid turns 16, 18, whatever. They get out of the system. And guess what? They go back on the streets. They go out and rob you. They go out and kill you. They go out on something. I'm not saying all the orphans do that. But I'm saying, like, I mean... It's a vicious cycle that yeah. constantly repeats itself. And it's just one of those things where, like... I mean, it's a, it's a dilemma. And that's why it's one of the big issues right now. Like, what can we do about it there's not a right or wrong well, answer because there's a lot of pros and a lot of cons to both sides of it there's not, not mention, one so, not final to, solution not to mention opinion plays a huge part in this particular debate right so not that opinion doesn't in everything but no. i mean like especially with religious ties and whatnot that plays a huge role in where a lot of people stand this no. is one of those issues where i feel like it it's we're doing literally the best we can do with everything. Now that being said, not good which state was it? New York. That, New York. Late ter- late term abortion. What they did is completely ridiculous, in my opinion. We can have an, you can abort the baby oh, up is. until the day before you have it. I think that's ridiculous. But because of where the country is as a whole, I think they did it in a way to just kind of like bring it up front and like make it a discussion because you know that's going to go to the Supreme Court and they're going to have to. Well, I believe. Texas, I believe right after they did that, I think Texas completely outlawed them. Or one right. state, did, it might have been Alabama. But one state completely outlawed them once New York said that you can do it up to there, just as kind of a protest to that, which might be the same thing as yeah, they're just wanting to bring it to the limelight. Yeah, so I mean, it's hopefully, I don't know, I still think it's weird to make a law that like, like if somebody came and made a law about a guy, like, I don't know what they could be about like oh something happens to you and like you can't do anything about it like you have to I don't know where is male birth control at condoms just no I'm talking like a pill we take or something that kills sperm makes more sense to unload the gun than put on a bulletproof vest exactly yeah vasectomy well let's say that you have to be 25 to get a vasectomy have you looked into it I know this because one of the guys I work with had a vasectomy, and he's like, you have to be 25, because I talked about getting one, because for those who don't know, 
I don't want kids. So, you know, I've honestly given it thought But what before. if your opinion changes in the future? Like, that's why they do it. So, like, this, right now you might, but if you meet that one, like, you might want to have kids with him. Yeah, this is good to know because I've never been in a relationship. So, I don't know what it's like to be in love with somebody and, like, to have that opinion of, like, oh, like, I love you. I want to have a kid with you. But I honestly thought, this has been my opinion since I was about 12, maybe probably younger than that i've never liked the idea of kids whenever i go over to like families houses and stuff like that i'm like really i gotta deal with your fucking kids like I, I don't get any joy from them teenagers yes like my cousins and everything that are close to me in age maybe a little bit younger i love them because they're all snarky sarcastic assholes like me and i think it's fun but like i've never had interest in raising a kid from birth i don't see it as any everybody's always like, oh, a kid's a great miracle. And I'm like, a kid is a fucking burden on my wallet, on my life, on my time. Because it's like, they always say, it's like, like right now, I'm just David. But if I had a kid, I'm no longer just David. I'm a father. Like, I've got some, I've got an extremely serious responsibility on my hands now. Well, I think most responsible parents know that. Like, once you have a kid, it stops being about you. So it starts being about the kid. And that's how it should be, but... I think you would change your tune really quick. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that, like, you wouldn't or anything like that. But I think if you, somewhere down the line, accidentally, you had the kid, I think the first time you saw it, you would change your tune 100%. I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that I never have to go down that road, knock on wood, you know. Yeah, well, that's why I kept telling him, if he ever finds somebody that he really loves and wants to spend the rest of his life with, she might really want kids. So at that point... Uh-huh. Welcome to relationships. You're going to do whatever she says. So, <laughs> Sorry to tell you, bud. Uh, but I'm not going to be that way. Don't yeah. worry. Okay, all right. You want to fucking bet? Yeah, I'll. we'll we'll bring this <laughs> podcast back up and we'll sh- show you that clip. I'm not going to be the fucking... We're going to fucking timestamp it. Yeah. What, <laughs> what if we go to Charlotte, North Carolina and you find the fucking love of your life and you get Dude, a girl pregnant in Charlotte? Let's fucking go to Charlotte, North Carolina. Yeah? Yeah. It'll be fun. We'll funny. get you a girl in Charlotte. That's okay with me. Why not? All right, let's cool. do it. Right. I went on a really nice blind date this weekend, too. How'd that go? Actually went really well. I'm going on another, on another date with her this Wednesday. Does she want kids? I don't. I hope not. Have you talked about abortion yet? Yeah, no. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's something to bring up, David. No, does, she, uh, does she subscribe yet? Uh, no. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm assuming she or he? She. Cut. Okay. Well, I mean, I didn't I didn't ask. I, I didn't want to assume. Yeah, don't ask, don't tell. Oh, my God. You know what? I've got my birth certificate in my truck. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Last week, you Why? guys were like, we're going to have to see some uh, birth certificate and everything. It was a joke, David. Yeah. You actually brought your birth certificate. Were you just fucking steaming about me. that for a month or a week? No. I like, I'm going to fucking show them. No. Last Friday, or maybe two Fridays ago, I went to the BMV to get my license updated for Vegas, which is in one week. And I, saw the, I saw the line, and I was like, hell No. So I just haven't taken it out. I've got my social security card, my driver's, not my driver's license, and my birth certificate out there. And there's an M in the gender spot, Tyler. I'm not disputing that. Multiple? Yeah. (laughs) Mangina? So let's let's, uh, close out the... We gave out our opinion about the abortion topic. We covered abortion, religion. um, Well, no, we didn't even touched religion too much we yeah. we t- we lightly covered it there's something i did want to talk about though um right before we started you were telling me something about r kelly he went back to jail yeah he's back in jail now there were a whole bunch of new sex tapes released with him and it's like explicitly him like they know it's him with a bunch of underage girls i don't know if he's necessarily pissing on them but i mean how you know it's him if he's not pissing on them 
I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but he is back in jail. Is he just it's, sitting there singing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he turned himself in. I mean, he knows he was in the wrong. Oh, I he's think fucked just, this uh, time. He's going to yeah. jail for a long time. Really? Yeah. You know how old these girls were? I think they said like 13 to 15. Fuck, dude. Really? Yeah. That's bad. He's up shit's Creek now. He's in deep shit. Yeah. He's not going to be seeing... He's not going to be seeing a woman for a while, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, that's good. Um, but no, I was saying, in order to close out the abortion topic, say, let's play this scenario. Tomorrow we wake up and David is, uh, he's the president for a day and he has to enact a law about abortion. David, what do you do? I we'll have to enact a table. new law? Yeah, like, you have to decide abortion in one day. This is it. Like, this is it. Honestly, We're just playing dude, a scenario. What would you do? Honestly, dude, I'm going to keep things the same. So do nothing? I'm not going to do anything. Gotcha. I don't feel like it's my right, especially as a man. Right. I don't think it's in my... And I think, considering that this is political and this is for the country, and I can't put my religious opinions into it, regardless of how I feel, I feel like I'm going to have to keep it the same. If it was up to me, I would make it legal the first four weeks for anybody that wants to do it, any woman that wants to do it. No questions asked. It'll be safe, it'll be whatever, and maybe it'll help, but if you go past that, you cannot do it, and if you do, you're going to jail. That's it. Tyler? I would agree with that. Um, I don't know if I'd put the cap on four weeks, maybe four to six weeks, somewhere around there. Yeah, I was going to say, I was thinking, that because maybe they won't even know they're pregnant. Exactly. Because, so, I, mean, I mean, four weeks, you wouldn't even miss a period yet, or you'd well, be right at it. It would be four weeks it. from your first missed period, that's when, like... They start. They should start. So that working. wouldn't be from conception. It'd be like, yeah. Because I mean, longer. that could be up to eight weeks. Then, if it depending on when everything happened. Is it currently just? I want to throw this out there because I don't know. Is it currently three months? Isn't that the cap on every state except for Alabama, <laughs> and New York, or whatever? The first trimester. First tri- yeah. Okay. Three months. That seems like almost too much. I mean, two months I think would be absolute tops. Sixty days. Cut it into a third, or take one third off at the time. Don't say cut it when we're talking about abortion. <laughs> but yeah, it's messed up. Sorry. <laughs> I honestly thought about that, but then I was like, you know, if I take off like one third, is that really making any difference? So a little bit. I, I mean, so, yeah. I think you're appeasing some of the people. Morally. But what about you, Sarah? You're in charge. I mean, I would legalize it under like certain circumstances and for a certain period of time at first. But mm-hmm. definitely write some rules about it. I would also drug test. Yeah. Yes. To. If you are under the influence of any illegal drugs, mm-hmm. that you can be charged with it with endangerment of a child. Mm-hmm. No, if no, you go in past the right. day mark but. yeah because I mean like you were saying like people are just doing these stupid decisions and taking whatever they're doing it because there's no negative sides to it I mean so what type thing you know or put a cap on it where okay you can only have three or you- ideally you would have to get a license in order to start having kids but yeah talk about polit- political if we really want to topics. jump down the rabbit hole one time we'll all just crack open a six pack or actually for, with the three of us we probably need more like two cases but we could all get some beer and then we could really talk about some we could really get like when the drunk podcast happens that's when the views are going to come out we're gonna yeah we're really gonna get opinionated no, this is good. I think just like even having this discussion because uh, we obviously don't agree 100%, but I think that's everybody. Nobody's oh. going to agree 100%. But again, I think this is the views or of most people now, you know. And 
again, politicians are appealing right now to older people and they're they're on their way out. I mean, there's no way to say it other than that. And I think it's going to be us, our generation, deciding this. I saw so. that. I saw another statistic too that uh, our generation is not repopulating the population fast enough to keep up with the people that are dying. Yeah. That I think uh, that's the same thing happening in Japan. It's just because people, women, are becoming more independent. Yeah, more professional. They're focusing more on their careers instead of your typical housewife. People are not getting married as early as they used to young families are not buying houses at the same rate as they used to it's just priorities have changed or in general i feel like a lot of people these days aren't really getting married that could be a good topic mm-hmm. to cover sometime marriage sure all that kind of good stuff and divorce we could really get into it on divorce yeah not specifically me and you but i mean like we could dig it a grave and go out back and Kill it. All right. I don't know what that means, but tune in. <laughs> Take it how you to want. To find out. <laughs> All right. So before we wrap things up today, though, I definitely want to touch on Vegas and Tennessee and everything like that. Oh, yeah. So Unruly Culture is going on the road. Oh, Tyler yeah. and Sarah are going... Gatlinburg. Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Very cool place. They will be posting pictures on our Instagram. If you haven't gone there and subscribed, please do. David and I uh, posted a couple of pictures of our night out last Friday. Uh let us know if there are some other places you guys want us to check out. And, uh, David, you want to talk about Vegas? Oh, yeah, we're very excited. We're going to be there uh, Friday through Monday, which is actually the exact same time frame that Tyler and Sarah are going to be in Tennessee. So we're definitely yeah. going to be looking forward to that. We might put some videos together, like just some uh, snippets we take on like Snapchat and just our cameras and whatnot. Maybe oh, put yeah. all that together, create a little montage, uh, you know, some some for you guys to just – uh, see us wilding out in the streets late at night or something like that or Tyler uh, you know just chilling in his hotel room I oh, will yeah. be taking pictures of David passed out if he gets that drunk we have there, consent. it will be documented and yeah we have consent on last week's episode so I do want to see everything before you post it no that was not in the stipulation that wasn't in the stipulation but I'm I'll show you I'll still post it but I'll show you if you yeah. want That's fine. I'm just not going to get that drunk I know you. Yes, you are. And no, I'm not. Not when drinks cost $25 instead of 3 That's why you buy a bottle in the hotel room beforehand. I mean, that's what we did last time. The thing <laughs> is, we killed the bottles each night before we went out, and that was okay. Yeah, that's the whole point. I mean, maybe when we get back. I know you were talking about bringing little uh, shot shot glass bottles. Yeah, to anybody flying that wants to enjoy a cocktail on the flight, on a long flight, if you buy it on the flight, it's about 15 to $20. Too much, if you ask me. You can just go to your local grocery store, buy a single-serve bottle of rum or vodka or whatever your drink of choice is. And then if you want to mix it while you're on your flight, uh, just ask for a Coke and then just mix it in. You can bring that on a plane? You can. So people don't believe they can, but those bottles are not more than three ounces. You're allowed to bring as many three-ounce bottles as you can fit in a one-gallon bag, one per customer, one per passenger. So if you want to bring alcohol, you can. If you want to bring lotion, you can. It's liquid. It, uh, but a lot of people think it's like against it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was telling David, it's not. I'm actually going to go out and buy some for uh, for him, for me, and for my body. bag full. Well, no, I mean, I have to get my uh, shampoo and all that in too. But I mean, a couple bottles in our carry-on 
would oh. be a difference. So Are not of each substance of in total. Oh, in total, you can only carry one bag, one clear bag, okay. one gallon bag, which doesn't hold a whole lot. I mean, it will hold your lotion, your shampoo, your contact Just solution. With shot glasses. Pretty much. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, but you can bring drinks and you can save yourself a lot of money if you want to drink on the flight. Yeah. But so. since we've talked about it so much, what are you guys looking forward to the most about Gatlinburg? Uh, I'm looking forward to Dixie Stampede on Friday night. That's going to be fun. The aquarium. The aquarium on Saturday morning. And then just walking the strip in Gatlinburg is always a good time. All the different shops and everything. So yeah, we'll all to have to take a Moonshine tasting. Yeah. We're talking about going to a uh, Indian preserve, too. Yeah, it's not in Gatlinburg. It's actually in North Carolina. But it's only an hour drive. Sitting out on the way back up. Yeah, I cannot remember what the name of the national park was, but the one time that I went to Gatlinburg, we went into the, um, we were just walking the streets and the back alleys and everything. We went to a donut shop. It was really cool, kind of hidden, but it was on the uh, off the main uh, main street. Um, and this old dude was telling us about uh, hiking trails. So you can go and like see waterfalls and uh, people go out and picnic out there and sometimes get in the water and whatever. But right now it's going to be really cold. <laughs> Uh, but it's really cool. You drive up the mountain about an hour because of the speed limit. And uh, we saw uh, a couple of black bears just in the wild. We saw a bunch of like deer and whatever. And then if you get there up early enough, um, you'll be able to park like pretty close to a bunch of uh, hiking trails. And there is like at the end of it, there's like, a bunch of waterfalls and it's pretty cool. Hmm. It takes like a whole day. Um, are you going to just go and just see it too? Or? Yeah, just us. Nice. Yeah, it should be, should be pretty nice and be a good time. Look, we'll probably come back next week and they'll be married. There's a lot of little uh, wedding chapels. You kidding me? I'm going to come back married. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, true. <laughs> Just take a picture of me blacked out at the altar. Just happy to get the fuck out of Ohio for a weekend. Dude, me too, man. Get away from the cold. It's going to be uh, in the high 60s, low 70s, I believe, in Vegas. Uh, I'm so it's going to be low that. 60s to it's gonna be 40s. 40s. It's going to be 40s in It's going to be cold yeah. just because of this cold front going on. Dude, I'll but. take it. We're going to be in the clubs most of the time anyways, or the casinos and whatnot. If you can get in with your ID. Yeah. I'll have to post on the Instagram my ID pic. I'll just black out all the information and just show you like the side-by-side. Side. Or Actually, when I get my new <coughs> driver's license, that'll be a fun one to do. Like Show everybody how fat I am in the old picture. So... It'll be good. Everybody got a look at me last week, and if you haven't seen it, you can check out the uh, actual video of our podcast from last week on YouTube at The Unruly Culture. So, yeah, we've been trying to record a little more, and we will start recording every podcast, but right now, last week it was a test. This week we didn't have time because of everybody's going on the road, but expect the video version of the podcast to go up a couple days after uh, the audio version. Every once in a while. For right now, we might not be doing it too awful often. Once we get some better software and whatnot, which... Yeah, we're upgrading. Yeah. Slowly but surely. Actually, not that slowly. We've been doing this for, what, a month and a half now? Right about. Yeah. And uh, me and Jake, for our game time section, we put up our second video now. We have two more in the works. So go check those out. Those are getting pretty, pretty fun to record now that we know what the fuck we're doing, how to edit and everything. It's... It's a work in progress. We're getting better. It's going to start getting better and better. The editing and everything. I'm going to check it out right now. Live on the podcast. Sarah, do you have anything going on? You'd like people to check out your personal pages or anything? Your YouTube channel? My (laughs) old YouTube. No. Game Time's Quest for Diamonds, part one. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll be having a lot of other guests here on the podcast. We were talking about maybe having 
up to four and just kind of capping it at four so it's simpler for you guys to listen to but sarah is more than welcome to come back anytime uh not just for controversial topics but <laughs> just in regular when we need a token female <laughs> no. tyler's just been sitting here yeah we didn't have the camera on because he was telling her when to talk yeah <laughs> just just hush now like that was a joke, everybody. That was a joke. I feel like I have to clarify. <laughs> God. Everybody thinks we're all like comments. homicidal murderers and whatnot. Now that's you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, what do you think about this, Sarah? Is it everything you thought it would be? I guess, yeah. <laughs> Best time of your life. It's really interesting. It'd be better I'll if you talked more. Yeah. 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 Get involved. Yeah, it's our first time on the podcast. I mean, I remember the first podcast we had, David barely said a word. No, I'm just kidding. I was going to say that, again, not meant as like a mean thing or anything like that, you know, but feel free to get involved in all that good stuff, you know. Maybe next time we won't cover literally nothing but controversial <laughs> topics. It's hard, I mean, to cover, like, we literally covered mainly the abortion topic, and we've gone for a little over an hour now, so it's just... It's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting to see why people think things and why they're reasoning, you know. It's one of my least favorite topics to cover, but also one of the ones I'm the most opinionated about because I see it from so many different angles and I have such a hard time creating such a, a hard opinion about it. Because when you start discussing all the pros and cons and you really let the cat out of the bag, it really gets like... Well, that's oh. how we're going to get somewhere. If we keep just holding on to our views and not listening to the other side, you know, we're not going to go anywhere. And I... There's no wrong with discussing ideas. And is it going to change the way you think? Maybe, but probably not. So, I mean, it's just okay to talk about it. Real quick, let's just go around before we cap off this episode. Did you did your opinion of it change at all tonight based on what we talked about? Not so much because I've always thought kind of, kind of like my conclusion to where it should be allowed to a certain point, but illegal to another point. Maybe I guess the better question would be, did you gain some better insight on maybe why, on maybe the other side and how they feel? A little bit, yeah. I mean, seeing the other side. Uh, again, this is one topic that I always talk to about with my friends when I have a couple of drinks and they're probably tired <laughs> of it. But it's just interesting. I like I like to know why people, like what their people, other people's opinions are. So, What about you guys? You feeling a little bit more enlightened? And, I mean, my views haven't changed on it. I always like to see the other side, always like to hear the opinions, see where their mindset's at, and be able to kind of pick it apart a little bit. But it's, I mean, people's views really don't change. And if they do, it's going to be gradual and very slow and a little piece at a time. But, I mean, overall, I, I mean, it's a really good conversation. It needs to happen. Mm -hmm. But opinion hasn't changed, really. Right. I was going to say, my opinion didn't really change, but I feel like I gained a lot more insight on everything you know like i feel like i learned a lot oh, yeah. me too so, like i feel yeah. my opinion's still the same but it's a like, yeah i got we're I got still alive more. nothing nobody died i but. feel like i was playing the most devil's advocate like i was the one who's like well no it's when i tried but i mean i, I wasn't too knowledgeable about the extreme side you know yeah, so yeah i feel I'm like more, everybody's like in the middle yeah i'm more like reined in about it i don't think it should just be across the board oh yeah you know, day before you were supposed to have the kid. Yeah. That's messed up. That's crazy, yeah. That's a bit much. Way too much. At that point, it's like, is it even worth it? That's going to be... That kid's coming out of you one way or another. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean... There's going to be something wrong with, like, the person, like, if you could even do that. Like, the day right. before, like... 
you've been yeah that's not okay yeah. it should not be allowed you're like i tell you what you know yesterday i was really feeling this but now i'm just like you know <laughs> too late i'm good that's crazy all right everybody will sorry for uh the controversial topic today but hey this is this is this is what life in hd is hey next week's gonna be good you're gonna get all of uh the fun stories from our vacations and whatnot it's gonna be a good one yeah it's gonna be a way lighter episode i bet and it's gonna be more stories and anecdotes oh, yeah. and everything so don't forget to check out game time me and jake working hard on these videos hope you guys like it really yeah. enjoy making it for you people yeah, again, go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go subscribe to the Instagram if you want to see the pictures of our travels. And let us know where to go next time, and we'll probably do that. We've got to go on a road trip one time. Oh, yeah. We'll take a Life in HD and Unruly Culture on the road. We're obviously going to go to Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, yeah, the Unruly Road Trip. The Unruly Road Trip. <laughs> Just brand everything is unruly. You got to. No, I mean, I like it. Unruly. Sponsor us, Charlottesville. <laughs> Just the whole city. <laughs> Jesus, that'd be awesome. Get our fucking statues down there like Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I want to get a picture next to the sign, like, welcome to Charlottesville. Yeah. Or, no, not, we've been saying Charlottesville this whole fucking time. It's Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte. Who said Charlottesville? Me and you. Yeah, you guys kept saying Charlottesville. <laughs> fucking idiots. Fuck it. I never said I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. Toodles. Yeet. <laughs>